Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, dude. Hey, Malls. It's popping. Not much. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Are you still mad at me? No. Okay, good. No, I'm. I'm never really mad at you. I know. Even last night, I like so couldn't be mad at you that yeah. like I did something very rare, which is I said I need a five minute break really quick. That's major for me. Yeah, that was very adult. It was. I was right? surprised. And it was because I didn't want to I didn't want to like blow up my relationship with you. It's too important. Me too. Me either. Yeah. Um, okay, dude. So yeah. we tried our fucking best to be as thorough as possible in this episode yeah. yesterday, which by the way, I'm really hoping. We are currently sitting at, and I'm not going to lie, obviously, yes, we're talking about this at least partially for, uh, you know, we care about our views. We're growing, we're growing podcast, right? Um, Right. Yes. We are um, literally, we just busted it, dude. We just, today, so far, we are at our highest first day ever. Oh, that's good. Even though, even though the person that's responsible for posting the podcast kind of screwed up and posted it too early. Yeah, that's fine. I think it's fine. I think we're, I think we attacked this whole thing very well. We were very thorough where our numbers are growing. We're a thriving, just a thriving entity. And I know I told you on one of our first stereos that we were going to be Oprah in a year's time. So yes. what do you know? Well, I'm excited okay, about so it. I learned a lot. We have some heavy competition right now because, uh, and by that I'm absolutely kidding. Um, Trish and Ethan are going live on YouTube literally right now to, because they record yeah. their podcast on Mondays. They finished recording before, um, all of this stuff came out last night, which was David's assistant making a statement, two of the girls in the group making a statement. Um, They, they're like a duo channel. And then it came down from another drama channel. One that actually has beef with Ethan and Hila. Um, Keemstar. Are you familiar with Keemstar? Of course I'm not. Okay, Keemstar is like a big bad villain. Um, so I thought and you might have like he might be someone that if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, okay. Um, because he reports on all sorts of social media stories and has been in a lot of scandal himself. But Keemstar is in touch with that idiot Jeff. Oh, right. And Jeff, Jeff told the, Keem. Jeff who allegedly bought the alcohol for the, right. on the night on, on the night of the alleged sex assault 
by our man Dom. Yeah, exactly. You've learned so much, Bri. I'm so Dude, I'm so proud of you. I'm way up to date on this. I was like It does mean a lot to me you've retained that information. Yeah. Of course. I listen when you talk. Thanks, dude. And also you edit the show. But um But I but I yeah. only skip I only skip around to take out the parts where we screwed up. I don't I don't listen closely when I edit. So yesterday, uh Dumois and Keem both had the tea on the fact that David would be releasing a video that night the PR strategy was essentially to stick to the subject of it being Dom's fault. Um, and this apology, I sent it to you last night. What did you think? Um, really contrived, really fake. Re- I have a real problem when somebody is supposed to be speaking from the heart. The whole vibe is... Here I am coming clean, giving you my honest feelings on the situation. And the video is heavily, heavily edited. It was, right. it, was, it was scripted. It was edited. And then also the content, it was like a lot of, I'm sorry, I'll do better. But also, I don't like when people apologize in and but they qualify it. And that's what he was doing. He's like, Hey, if you noticed, I haven't done a video with Dom since 2019, but he was, everyone knows that he was aware of Dom's behavior long before 2019. And that, he's like, I didn't uh, account for people's feelings and that's on me. Well, that's bullshit. That's being a human. That's not something you learn. Something that's in us. I am not uh, here to forgive David Dobrik, and uh, I don't like his fake, his crocodile tears. Right, exactly. And like, I think it's important to note that it's like not anyone's apology to accept. Like, and I wish, you know, he was specific about certain incidents and named people's names, including Trisha, which, like, she's Voldemort. That's what she's known as. I heard someone say that yeah. about her, and I completely agree. Like, they do not say her name ever. They'll say like, and other people. And it's very obvious they're talking about Trisha, but like they never say her name. So it was kind of crazy that David said her name. Right. Yeah. It was almost like his hand was forced because she is, she is such a looming voice. And let's be honest, like she knows where the bodies are buried. This, this woman has been caught. This, oh, Brian, Bri, your right internet there. is, uh, your internet Not again. Not is again. dipping in and out. Sorry. Not it again. happened to me yesterday and it was hell. I'm sorry. Um, oh, we have I'm a here. message. I'm here. Okay, great. Great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sorry. So you were saying um, the last saying thing about Trisha. They're, they're concerned. They, they're right to be worried about Trisha because I feel like Trisha knows more than she's let on. And she 
is the one that was calling these guys out originally many years ago. Oh yeah, for sure. And, um, I didn't get a chance to tell you about this in the episode, but there's a tarot card reader who does like YouTube predictions and like also true crime stuff. And like, the thing is, is like, that's hokey and it's obviously not fact, but the craziest thing is that this guy, Aphrodite is his name. His tarot card readings are so they just the amount that come true are fucking crazy Shut up. and um he you know he predicted all of this like a year ago because he was doing a reading about something else um but he predicted all of this like a year ago and then recently he did another reading that um about like sort of the scandal and what was going to happen so far beat by beat literally everything and one thing I thought was so interesting that he said is that there's one thing that Trisha's holding back on or something that Jason said to her that Trisha doesn't even know is like as incriminating as it is. So I'm wondering like what that is and maybe if it has to do with like his kids or something like Oof. Which is, like, one thing that Trisha, like, won't bring up because, like, uh, the mother of Jason's children, like, put a gag order on Trish um, because she's, like, yeah, she's, like, you know, does well for herself. And so she, you know, basically has the money and ability to, like. To pay lawyers. And to silence Trisha Paytas is, like, no small feat. I mean, she does not cower. No, definitely Um, not. Okay, let's listen to our message. Okay. Hey, guys. I got just a quick question. Um, I would like to start my own lives. Um, like, with a... Can, it, how, can I do um, my own lives with a select certain person that I pick? Or does it have to be a random person? And how do I make that live open to where anybody can watch or anybody can join in? Thank you. Yeah, tell them how tell them tell them how to do that, Malls. You're the oracle of the stereo app. Well, I I actually don't know Kenneth. I'm not sure who Kenneth is. Um, and is he, that's does he generally think we're tech not support. The, I don't know. That's generally not the type of thing we typically talk about on here. But I think in order to start a live, uh, you just press the button in the top left corner that says Start Live, and if you yeah. Go to your homepage. There's a, a place where you can send invitations. So if you want to talk to this person, Kenneth, you can maybe arrange for that on Instagram or just send him an invite. I did a show with some, I'm very open minded. I don't know this, Kenneth. So I can't speak to that, but I'm very open minded. So someone sent me a request um, a couple weeks ago and I went live with her last Friday and it was a lot of fun. So Maybe if Kenneth has my type of personality, uh, he'd be down to do that. I don't know. I, I wish I knew more about Kenneth, honestly. Mm, uh, I, I hope you figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> You're good on Kenneth? Yeah, I'm good. I got I got what I needed out of that. Uh, but yeah, no, this app is really fun. And um, people who are available to talk, they're, they're only here because they want to talk. So you'll find someone to talk to if not Kenneth. Hopefully, um, oh, we, I mean we discussed we discussed last live on how how on the previous live, I somehow 
we ended our live and then I was chat rouletted into a conversation with somebody else who I have no idea who it was and my phone was in my pocket and they were making fun of my Avi. So yeah, there's a lot of options here. Yeah, that happened to me once too. I didn't realize I was live with someone and I was waiting. I thought I was just listening to this live and I was waiting for them to talk. And I guess they were waiting for me to talk. And I hope it didn't make any weird mouth noises. Uh, I don't know why you would think like, like belching. No, because I was like sitting in my bed. Like, I hope I wasn't like licking my lips or something he could hear that like oh, sounded did... graphic. Yeah, I don't think so. Or I can't or get a reputation it... for that. Or you know how like some people have ever listened to a podcast and when the when the um person goes to talk every time they go to talk they do the tooth sucking noise at the beginning so it'll be like hey what's the weather there today and they'll go it's um sunny and it's about 70 degrees like i oh once that's I hear, bad actually that's not once, great once i hear that i fixate on it and i can't unhear it i can't get away from it that's a bad tick to have compulsively yeah. yes and i'm sure like you do it once in a while but everybody does that's normal but when that's yeah. your tick like i think people get stuck saying like right right or something like that i'm trying to do my friend tiffany she's british and we go yeah. live on here sometimes and she goes hundo p oh i like that hundo p and like i think it's so chic i want to make hundo p happen i want to yeah. like i think that and it's like i think a british thing i think that that's like their slang at this point they all say hundo p i love hundo p yeah isn't it great and she has yeah. an accent so it sounds so cute when she does it yeah it put it like puts a little it gives it like the stamp of approval yeah hundo p hundo p um so okay uh moving on back into this whole thing so yeah i'm i'm interested to see if that winds up being true, if Trish holds back on something and I have a feeling that if like something that could provoke that is if Jason makes a statement of some kind and he lies yeah. in it in any way, she's going to poke a hole in that. Cause you know, Trisha tells what, like, I don't think I personally don't consider lies, but one thing my friend Troy always says about Trisha is that Trisha's a lot of things, but she's not a liar. No, oh, like no. she doesn't lie about stuff. She's uh, she's almost like the the most unfiltered person that can be. She almost has like some sort of I don't want I don't want to describe it in the in an inaccurate way, but she almost has some sort of personality enhancement that makes it impossible for her not to share everything all the time. Trisha does have BPD. She's talked a lot about that. Right. Um, and she's worked on that a lot this year. And I think it's like, she handled herself very well in the like extra large uh, live show they did the other day when they talked mm -hmm. to Jeff Woodick. She did a really good job. He was trying to trigger her the entire time like one thing I wish I got to include in the episode but it felt more about like it felt like that would lead to a different type of rabbit hole or conversation 
But when the relationship ended with Jason and Trisha, Trisha took a bunch of Vicodin and drank a bunch. And she was like getting her hair and makeup done. And she passed out and she went to the hospital and um, she like, I guess the makeup artist DM'd Jason or something to let him know. And Jason showed up to the hospital with David and Jeff and she was like basically strapped. So she says that they weren't there to vlog it, but I do. I disagree. Cause like, I, I really do think that they were hoping that there was a chance that maybe she wasn't like mentally in the place that she was in, but she wanted to die. And she was so humiliated when David was there and Jeff and like, she just like freaked the fuck out. And, um, you know, she, I think she like unhooked herself from something and like made a break for it, but the staff got to her versus at Cedars and, um, she, they asked her like, you know, are you okay? And she goes, I just want to die. And they 51 50 her and she was, yeah. And like, that's big for Trish. Like she made some points. Like she's like, I can never own a gun. Like it's, I can't, she's like, I'm already um <laughs> Trisha is infertile. Oh, uh-huh. So she's like, I already can't, you know, Conceive. have a child, but like yeah. now I can't foster because I was 5150. Like she's oh, like, this yeah. really is going to affect the rest of my life. And I will I will say this though, she's pretty rich. And when you're rich, there's ways around things. So I have I I imagine that. Trisha will find a way to uh, realize anything she wants out of life. Oh, dude, she'll buy a baby. No problem. Like yep, she's going to, yep. she's going to wind up with a kid for sure. If she wants one, but yep. um, yeah, I think, I think it goes to show that like, it feels a little Jody Arias to me. And I mean that like almost in defense of Trish where I'm like, you push someone and push someone and push someone. You're not allowed to be surprised. Like when that happens, Yep, that's exactly right. That's the truth. Okay, we have messages. Okay, so I'm kind of worried about Trisha. I wasn't sure how far Ethan and her were able, were going to be able to push this whole situation into some kind of action, but David Dobrik's fans are rabid and they're going to come for her if she does the slightest thing wrong. She needs to cool it on this, like, uh, Jewish fetish stuff, and she needs to really watch herself right now. The Jewish fetish is out of control. I mean, girl, there's nothing David's fans can do to her now that they haven't done for two years. And honestly, like, this isn't about what Ethan and Trisha have done. This is about the allegations about Dom's sexual assault, which was an insider article. And this was not pushed by Trish. That involved the girls coming forward on their own. Um, so I, I get what she's saying, but I, Trish seems to me like the kind of person that is so upfront and open about everything they do that it's hard to catch them in anything. Right. (laughs) And she's someone that people have loved for a long time with like warts and all. So you know, it's she for appeal. Has, 
Yeah, she finally hit 5 million followers on YouTube. And she has 5 million on TikTok. Like, she's having a huge resurgence with, like, new, a new group of people. Like, you're, you know, your daughter knows about Trish. And your daughter's, oh, like, yeah, 13. Like, that's... It, yep. Like, like five years ago, if you told me that, like, kids would be watching Trisha Paytas, like, rabidly and be, like, yeah. really, like, rooting for her life, um, yes. I would be shocked. So, she's, Trisha's doing fine. Yeah. One of my favorite, like, slangs that the Brits say that I picked up while I was traveling is keen. Like, that's keen. It's super yep. cool. <laughs> yeah. And it. That's keen, isn't it? I'm keen to do that, isn't it? (laughs) Okay, here's a a message from Pete. Hello. How are you? Hope you've had a a good day so far. Hope we're all well. And, um, yeah, I'm glad to be tuning in again, listening to those lovely American tones that I hold so dear to my heart and my ears. Uh, yeah, hope you're well. Nice to see you again. And hello to you too, as well. Uh, yeah. I've totally lost track of what I was saying, but never mind. Hi. Hi, Pete was on here last night, so that's what he means uh, by nice to see you again. Right, well, Pete was very general. I mean, I feel like he just leaves that message to every show he listens to. It wasn't, it wasn't very personalized, I thought. Oh, so, you're going to hear like, from Pete again. I Pete's, mean, just, Pete's you know, a pretty like, active, engaged person. Maybe maybe say my name next time. Like, it's right there on the thing. He said he got distracted. Oh, okay. No, I like Pete, too. Just kidding, Pete. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So I think that that's all like the main David Dobrik stuff. We got to talk about something that we didn't get to talk about this week because we were so overwhelmed with this David Dobrik thing. Um, Pete Davidson. Yes. Pete's. Big Dick Pete, um, he's got he has a stalker slash wife, and um, I'm not completely convinced that there isn't some truth to this woman who's announced that um, she's married to Pete Davidson and also was found in his house because she seems very committed to this bit, and I'm just wondering if there's a little bit more to the story than than we're getting so this was a story that had been like brewing for a while um this i don't know if it initially came out on dumois but i think it did um 
So someone wrote into this blind item Instagram said, someone I used to work with is saying she's married to Pete Davidson. She never posts any photos with him, and the pictures she does post seem to be paparazzi pics slash photoshopped. She posts about his dad's birthday the other day and posted about his dad on 9-11. She changed her last name on all social media platforms to Davidson, has a tattoo of his initials on her ring finger, posts about him all the time, but it feels a bit far-fetched. Can you ask the people, do they know anything about Pete Davidson's romantic life slash if he's married? I need to get to the bottom of this. So I actually wouldn't even be surprised if this was his team that sent that in. Interesting. Kind of trying to push the story. Yeah, because I think that um, like people are utilizing this now and like Pete Davidson on Dumois, it's like a perfect storm. Like Dumois is mostly like young girls and yeah. he's always very exciting to talk about because of his past relationships. So yeah. What is, um, so he's, he's look, I believe this chick when she's, if she says I'm married to, to Pete Davidson, I'm, I have to believe her. I believe women. Also, she <laughs> is crazy. She, she went so far as to throw it up on LinkedIn. She LinkedIn was not inning her relationship with Pete Davidson on her like business account. So she was like dropping press releases. That she yeah. married to Pete Davidson. How can you not respect that? Well, what's so much worse is that, like, she founded a fake production company. It called, like, Barnyard Cats Productions or something like that. Or, no, Presents. Yes. She used Presents, yes. which is how I knew she was not an industry person. Because yes. she's thinking of, like, Comedy Central Presents. Like, that's yes. you wouldn't start a production company that ends in Presents. presents but right. um, she put out, like, a wide press release. And when you Google this press release, the main thing that comes up is, like, a Yahoo like official press retraction, like letting other reporters know that this, that this uh, release has been sort of, I guess, revoked by his people. Yes. And then she got arrested. I know because she was at his house. Yep. His mom like let her in because he was like, Oh, I'm Pete's friend or something. Look, look, I love this chick. I'm like, Oh, I'm, Assuming that she doesn't actually murder her real life husband, Pete Davidson. Um, Wait a minute. I just realized something. I believe they use they, them pronouns. Oh, I'm sorry. Assuming that they don't do something horrible to Pete Davidson. I'm here for them and everything that they are doing because I, I find it very entertaining. Something interesting in the press release was that she, oh, sorry, that they yeah. used they, them pronouns for Pete as well. Oh, interesting. Well, maybe, maybe that's just the catch all. You can't go, yeah. you can't go wrong with a they, them. Yeah, I know that used to drive me nuts in English class when they would make me give a, a male or female pronoun to right. 
instead of a they, because I always liked the idea that like, it could be anything you wanted. Like the person could be anything you wanted. Leave it up to the reader. Yeah. Interpretation, man. To determine. Yeah. So we need to get into this because according to Pete Davidson and who knows if he's to believe because his, his, his wife has a different uh, story, but according to the gossip pages, I read Pete Davidson is on to another, on to another ingenue from the show Bridgerton, who frankly I'd never heard of, but what this guy lays it molly tell me what is the appeal of pete davidson what is it that has him so in the mix with any hot girl he seems to want to be with what am i missing about pete davidson i think it's because he seems like the hot cool guy that you know, you would see something in, in high school and like a lot of girls would low key have a crush on him, but there was like cuter boys, but he was really like the funniest one that you swooned after. And so I feel like his personality reads so much of that, that anyone can see whatever they want in him. Right. They're thinking of their own feelings of when they were with a guy like that. I, yeah, I could see that. I could see that maybe they want to, he, he looks rescuable. Like maybe yeah. I can be the one to, to save him, bring him back to life. And also there is that one rumor about him that I think it's might not be the primary reason, but low key people might want to confirm what they've heard. Well, the thing about this rumor about him, and I agree, I feel like, yeah, you definitely want to, you want to take a turn for sure. Um, The thing about it is that it's true. Like the rumor is true because it's inherently true that he has that thing about him that got labeled big dick energy. I've been studying this my entire life. This has been something I, I've been so aware of this for so long and it's something I've tracked for a really long time. And I, I think I, I take pride in, you know, with the exception of the micro penis, I saw, I I kind of take pride in the fact that I've never been too caught off guard by something I've seen because I had a good sense already. You, you size them up beforehand with the exception when your, your radar was a little off on the genius bar employee, Ryan. Uh, Other than that, you've been able to determine uh, you, you, you've never been shocked by what was unveiled. No, not really. No, not really. And Impressive. so I got somebody, you know, he, because I, you guys are, you guys are kindred spirits. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, somebody I know mm-hmm. Uh huh. for sure. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he just is, he has that energy to him, that vibe where he's like, so, you know, he doesn't care. Like, he doesn't seem like someone who cares, except for, like, when he really cares about something. He seems really, like, funny and charming and confident. Yeah. And maybe not, like, confident in, like, all the right ways, but, like, confident in in the ways. Like, the guy, he kind of wears, like, whatever he wants. That's kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hot that, like... He's got shitty tattoos. Yeah, he's like, you know, down to show up stoned unapologetically. 
Yeah. Like he's yeah. very, you know, he's very alluring. And then I think the fact that not only did I, I think a lot of people already felt that way about him, but yes. to see that validated in him by all of these women, like lets right. you know, okay, I was on to something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it confirms it for you. Yeah. Oh, I had a feeling. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I mean, some, some women just have that seventh sense that, that seven inches sense. <laughs> also, you know, he goes on and off his meds. So like, you yeah. know, that he's passionate. Like yeah. I'm sure yeah. I can see the allure of his personality where he right. seems he's like a- someone who both wants to make you laugh and comfort you and like also yeah. just shower you with affection. Right. Right. He's, he's a bit of a mess, but also he's very successful. Totally. So that, I, that is a good combination, I think. Yeah. I mean, girls will marry guys who are just funny in their hometown, like let That's alone true. someone who's like validated by being on SNL. Yes, um, Absolutely. Let me play some messages. Okay. I think Pete was straight up taking the piss out of Brian with that teeth sucking noise. Wow. Oh, Wouldn't shit. Surprise. Targeted. Surprise. Wow. He's trying to start okay. beef. I have no beef with Pete. I thought he was a nice guy. This is from Jalen Graham. Hey, you guys look pretty good. Especially you. Um... Molly, you look very good. Molly. I like your tattoos on your forehead. It's very Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just me manifesting post Malone. Um Love we it. got three in a row from Gabriel. Who's Pete Davidson? Who the heck is Pete Davidson? Oh, um, I don't know. I feel like we can't talk to yeah you're like yeah yeah you have to figure that out on your own buddy we can't talk to kids okay here's another message from pete i'm sorry dude i I was trying to read what Mm -hmm. your name said behind the recording bit like obviously when you hold record it comes up with the box and then a little rubbish bin if you want to cancel it and that particular part of it was sort of blocking your name slightly and my eyesight's not perfect um but i do apologize uh i didn't mean it to sound so general um I'm usually quite uh, an engaging person. <laughs> but yeah, um, nice to meet you both. Nice to meet you, Brian. Uh, oh, see what I Pete. said? You make me feel bad. I was just taking the piss a little bit. Just, you know, trying to be funny. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. And there was definitely no need to apologize. Okay, this is from Patrick. Um, Hi, guys. You are um really, really making my day like... You've made my day the best it could ever be. And one thing you could make it better is shut the fuck up, eat my shit. Nice. Oh man. Alright. He had he had he had me about to cry. Um <laughs> because I was I was getting so emotional. Um but at the then at the end he kinda did make me smile because it was just an old school like just badly written prank call. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely mm-hmm. one of those. I mean, yeah, appreciate you, dude. Appreciate you. Nobody yes. wanna see you together. No, 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 no. 
Okay. You we can't play copyrighted music on here, dude. So Yeah. Here's another one. Okay, I have to uh reiterate Molly's point about big dick energy just because uh this guy I dated in college uh had a huge dick and I also wasn't surprised by it. And now that Molly's saying this, like I understand it now because when I come across a picture of him now. I'm like, that dude is not cute. Like he's kind of like straight up ugly, but he was so hot to me at the time. And, uh, he was also the first person I had sex with, which is not great. Uh, it's a little too much. When he has a giant dick. Anyway, bye. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot. Fantastic call. Fantastic call. Yes, it is interesting to learn that there is this that you guys possess this skill yeah I mean I guess you you can't be too surprised right I mean I feel like guys have a sense of of do are you surprised a lot by women have you been in your life um I I don't I don't really know how to answer that question I'm surprised by people I oh, I, I'm saying, like, have you, like, thought oh, about what it would be like to be with no, someone and then it turned no. out to be the same? Um, no, 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 I can't say that I, t- I ever have, like, imagined, um, you know, that aspect of a person. I just kind of, like, let it happen and, um, you know, and it's, and it's, it is what it is. Right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Katie, good for you for, um, you know, dating that ugly guy with a big dick in college, girl. I'm proud of you. I, you know, I feel like I, I love that call. And I feel like every girl has that story or a similar story. And there a lot of times aren't comfortable, comfortable to share it. And I feel like uh, we've created a safe space to have these kind of conversations. And that's really all I want to accomplish. For sure. This is the environment I want to foster. Yeah. Here's yeah. Jeannie. Hey, guys. Last time you were talking about how Brian met his ex-wife on Twitter and how weird that was. Uh, I was wondering, Malls, if you could ask Brian how he met his current girlfriend. <laughs> how did you meet your current girlfriend? <laughs> Snapchat? <sighs> I do not have Snapchat. I actually, uh, this is, this person has such evil intentions, Malls. They must have listened last time and they got such a kick out of you destroying me for meeting and marrying a woman that I met on Twitter. No, it's not the meeting someone on Twitter thing. And it's absurd to think that that's why I was making fun of you. I was making fun of you because you hid a marriage from everyone. So you could give someone a green card off Twitter like a fucking idiot. Yes, yes. <laughs> so not to, let's not rehash that. Okay. Not, not to, to re that's that, that shows downloadable if anybody cares. What this person who just left a message would like me to convey is that my current girlfriend, who I love very much, is very much the love of my life, is just really such an important person to me and has been for a long time. 
is also someone that I happen to know from the microblogging website, twitter.com. That's, I think that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. A lot of relationships start on Twitter. Um, I'm surprised that you draw people in with your Twitter. No. Like, I'm impressed it's a successful pickup tool for you because, like, I would never see your Twitter and be like, mm, what's going on with this guy? Like, you, Malls, for someone that negs me at every turn, that's probably the best one you've ever done. I, I want to make it clear, though, that this, that my, that the person that I'm with now, that I hope to be with forever, my beautiful girlfriend, I actually knew, I was friends with her prior to meeting marrying and divorcing yet another twitter person oh she must have been so embarrassed for you watching you go she through that she was she was yeah she's mortified she, you're so well, lucky she knew she knew she she kind of knew and then when it all everyone it knew all, yeah when it was all coming apart she's like you realize she's like, I knew in 0.01 seconds that you guys were completely mismatched. And I was like, yeah. And then all, then all my friends were like, yeah, what were you doing, dude? Like you guys are not compatible at all. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I can imagine you wanted to switch things up between like your, you know, whatever your first marriage was like. And then, you know, obviously this very different person, but like, and this is not a slight to your current girlfriend's um, detective skills at all. But like, no offense, Brian, dogs knew. Like, yeah, it, they, it's it, true. I don't even know this this person. But when you tell me the scenario, it doesn't yeah. sound fully like she used you just for citizenship. But it does sound like she thought you were like ripe for the picking. Yeah, I was an easy mark. I was an easy mark. I was nice. I was uh, agreeable, and you know I'm okay looking. I'm I'm I can carry on a conversation when you take me around and introduce me to people. Uh, you know I was harmless. But were you like and... doing comedy Twitter or something like? Because you like I mean it's not that you're not funny on yeah, Twitter, just, but like you're I'm very not... you're much more niche now. I personally don't try to compete in that arena either. Like I don't like me to either. do like me, me yeah, being big was, on Twitter. It was a, it was a different time. Yeah. So I would do jokes, but I'm uh, now I'm not as active on Twitter. I just, I promote my podcast trend lightly with Molly McAleer, my other podcast, the baller lifestyle podcast with my dear friend, Ed Daly. And that's about it. And my stereos also with Molly McAleer, our after show. Well, your um, girlfriend must be happy about that because I wouldn't trust you on twitter at all unbelievable unbelievable it's these these conversations devolve to an uncomfortable place maybe we should play another okay yeah perfect work one brother what's up man so what's coming up in the future that that guy's got um big big xanax energy yeah there's something i don't know i feel like that guy has bde he did. He did. He he had that deep voice. He had that that slow cadence. Um, he had big benzo, big dick energy. Yeah, this doesn't matter to him. Like he could no, care less no. either way if we answer him. Well, dude, our yeah. show's about like whatever happened on the internet. 
the week before. So we don't know yet. Our episode just came out today. So unfortunately, we have no idea if it's going to be a nature serial episode or an absolute fucking banger like today's episode. Okay. And we don't, we definitely don't, we definitely don't want to cover the, the trending story right now about the gentleman in Los Angeles that found, um, cinnamon coated shrimp tails in his, uh, Oh my God. Toast crunch box. Yes. We have to talk about that. Um, but, uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe maybe save it for our our next stereo because we gotta get we gotta get deep on it. Yeah, that might be. We still have that's a, that's a developing story, so okay. we'll okay. we'll keep our eyes on that. We have a lot more Ongoing. messages. You know, when you get shrimp tempura, do you eat the tail? Because I a hundred percent eat the tail every single time. And uh, my lady friend and I were out to sushi. That's this. On... What do you mean you eat the tail? You eat the it's, shell. It's, 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 yeah, the t- the t- you know how like you get a ro- like a shrimp tempura roll or something, and the little tails hanging out of the end of the roll. You I was, you eat I the eat shell. That. Yeah, I eat the tail. No, that's no. You do you not pull the shell off the meat. It's, no, it's fried. It's fried. It's fried with the meat. I eat the thing. I get when I get like the sweet shrimp. You know when they give you the live shrimp and they fry the head. I eat the fucking head. I eat the fuck out of the head. I eat the whole thing. You're supposed to take a pull. That react, is revolting. That is revolting. That is revolting. I honestly, every every word out of your mouth, I feel like worse and worse for your girlfriend and also proud of her because that's she a was, lot to handle. Shocked. I would not, I would not smooch someone who just ate a shrimp brain. Oh, Under yeah. any we circumstances. Didn't we didn't get that. We didn't get that. But I would eat that. Oh, I, all I right. Have. Okay. Uh, here's some more episodes. I listened to um, Maul's show last night. And um, I just want to say, Pete, you have nothing to be sorry for. Um, you're great. Love you. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah, because I was on with Pete right before we recorded the show. I mean, I wasn't one-on-one with Pete, but he was very active in my chat with um, Krista. Okay, Uh, Jane, this is from Jane. Are you guys running some type of unofficial daycare? Uh, Oh, because so many kids call in. Yeah, I don't know. You know, kids are early adopters. They are, and also there's a lot of popular, like, YouTubers on here, so I think a lot of them join because of that. Okay, this is from S-God. What is wrong with those kids, bro? Come on, bro. What is wrong with those kids? Uh, these kids, bro, they'll be acting kind of sus, kind of crazy lately. I don't know what's wrong with them, but I, I, I don't know what to say, but can you guys just please subscribe to my YouTube channel? I just post my first gold league every day there. Peace. Oh, he's he's promoting. He's he's blasting his shit on our show. No, like the most craziest part about this is that the voice does not match the avatar at all. No, he got this is the face Jamaican. Yeah, Yeah. this is well. This is just. It was also obviously a child, and this is a man with a beard and glasses. He looks like Robert from Guess Who. Yeah, it was like a real, he had like a real full face as well, like all man. 
for sure. Okay, this is from my friend Lex. 420 boobs, what's up? I know we've talked about how you can't troll a troll, but Molly, I think these kids are straight up trolling you now. <laughs> no, I like it. I'm allowing it. I'm bathing in it. I love kids. You know what? I mean, not, I don't want to answer questions and talk with them on here, but you know. No, it's it's a win for us. Like they anybody, they could be trolling another show. They're trolling this show, and that's that means a lot to me. Yeah, I would allow literally anyone to uh, engage with us on here. Okay, yep. TJ. Please tell me, does size matter? Does size matter? Wow. I mean, I think wow. everyone's answered this question. Not always. No. Yes. Okay. Oh my god, I'm just trying to figure out how stereo works because I'm an old lady. Um, but yeah, BDE and that gal that just called in about her ex-boyfriend, I dated a total fucking loser. And I was like, why? And I realized I was digmatized, BDE. Yes! Digmatized! Yeah. I love it! You've never digmatized before? Um, I don't know. No. That's it's a legit thing. It's a legit thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know of people that have been digmatized, and I see you. You know who I think is digmatized, and me. My chick pointed this out to me. Who? I don't know. I I don't want to. I don't want to go too far to a place. But I have the theory, and I've I've adopt. I've been given this theory, and I've adopted it through a conversation with my woman. I want her to have the have the credit for this i think emily radikowski is digmatized oh she's married to john krasinski no that's emily blunt emily radikowski oh yeah no i agree yes she's she's got that kind of like greasy looking husband he's always wearing track suits she well, met she met him, married him, and got knocked up right quick. There's a dignitization happening right before our eyes on Instagram. And hey, I'm not like no judgment, but it seems like a dignitizing is happening. Uh yeah, when she did her Vogue 73 questions, like she definitely made it clear that she is into art, she's an intellectual, like yes. it. It's like, it was true about her and obviously it's in her, it's her home. So she's talking about her art and the space she's cultivated. But um, there was majorly an undertone of like, I want to show people I'm a smart girl too. I'm not just that girl from the Robin Thicke video. So I'm not at all surprised she fell for like the movie director version of Pete Davidson. Totally, 100%. I agree. Okay, let's... Brian, that's fucking disgusting. I can't believe you eat shrimp tails. Oh, hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's not like I... It's not like I order a fucking plate of shrimp tails. What I'm saying is... you get a No, it doesn't matter. You get a a sushi roll where they roll a fucking shrimp into a sushi roll. The tail is there. I'm not, I don't separate the tail from the piece of the roll that contains the tail. I just fucking eat it and go about my day and it's fine. It's fine. You know, I will say. It's beautiful. It's beautiful and amazing. And I think you, I think that you're like, you know, 
in the wrong here majorly um, in a way that you probably can't recover from. But I feel like Daisy, the way that she said it, I kind of feel like she eats shrimp tails and she was doing like a mocking, like you're so crazy. Like I'm going to go ahead and speculate. I think Daisy is a fish, uh, a shrimp tail eater. Whoa, Daisy. You're going to take that? Yeah, take it. Um, okay, this is from my friend again, Lex420 Boobs. Oh no, don't get me wrong. I'm loving these kids that just had me cackling when they like threw in a shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I. it's a privilege to have swear words tried out on me. My um, my son was telling me that his friend goes, he trolls like QAnon people on um on omegle are you familiar with omegle malls okay okay yeah of course yeah they go on omegle i call it omegle yeah omegle they they go on there and they troll the QAnon people and they and they go hey um can you guys do you guys believe that biden's biden's about to sign that new um sugon um legislation i'm totally screwing it up and they'll be like what's that what are you talking about and they'll be like sugon these nuts and then they and then they omegle to the next person and then they just do these nuts jokes on trump people all night long and i think that's amazing i'm very proud yeah i'm very proud when i hear that story i'm obsessed with that because you also know that those ones are in particular probably heavily monitored by like you know when you're in the omegle uh like Trump category omegle um yeah i think that you you're probably being watched heavily so it's fun I, i bet it's fun for the officers too nsa absolutely okay uh one more i'm not gonna take that shit molly you better take that shit back i do not eat shrimp tails okay i take it back there's nothing wrong with you if you do if there's a shrimp tail there, you're gonna <laughs> stop. You're gonna set the thing down. You're gonna use your finger. You got it in a chopstick. There's nothing the wrong if you do. And, and fucking like finger pick the little tail part off. Just fucking eat. It's fried. Just eat it. Yeah, you're right, Daisy. Actually, now that I think about it, it was kind of fucked up to put that on you. Um, it, it was super fucked. I wasn't gonna say anything. Dude, I know you have to get back to uh, work, and I need to get my ass over to this front of me's live stream right now. Yeah, uh, to make some notes on that. Let's um, let's reconvene here, like maybe I don't know another day. Let's as as developments happen, malls. Let's plan to do another um, stereo sometime this week. Yes, please make sure you're following both of us. We're both following, you know, pretty much everyone back right now because we are new to the app, figuring it out. Also, uh, please go listen to our podcast, Solid Listen. New episode is out today. We're going to keep our eye on this story in particular because it does involve just one of the biggest creators on the app and on, you know, digital media in general. All right. right. Thank you, guys. We're on it. Bye. Bye. Anna Sheridan, New York Times bestselling author of Supernatural Horror, missing for nearly six months now. That's not possible. Is the compass broken? Or did I turn to the Given the circumstances of her disappearance, someone with a more vivid imagination might decide she'd pierce the veil, so to speak. 
weak radio signal. 700 meters. Closing fast. There's no place for ghost stories and close encounters in this investigation, or any other. I need you to find me. What else would it be? The Shared Tapes, a serialized horror mystery podcast. Stream the complete series today on Realm and on all podcasting platforms.